Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Welcome back to another episode of the Bible Breakdown. I'm Kat. And I am T. Yeah, you are. Do you remember what happened last time? Um, I'm going to be honest with you people. Not really. Life Would it happened. surprise you to know that it involved cutting animals up and bleeding them out on an altar? No, no. Now you're bringing it back. You're, <laughs> you're bringing it all back. See how you're. See how much you must have had going on to forget about. You know, I mean, I really do. I need to do a series of paintings on this because I feel like people lack imagination. Like I'm always visualizing stuff. Seriously, in your mind, think about growing up in a village where the people in charge just routinely every day slaughtered animals and used their blood and splashed it around and put it on their earlobes. <clears throat> yeah, it'd be very uh, desensitizing, I believe. Yeah, but still gross and terrifying and also wildly wasteful so that's pretty much what we were doing um last time in leviticus i think that was um seven eight nine and the priesthood we learned how priests get inaugurated and involves this blood yeah we're on 10 today yay so i'm gonna start anything else you wanna you wanna say to the people besides happy black history month um I mean, yeah, sure. Happy Black History Month. Um, Aw, that's nice. And um, I don't know. I have a range of thoughts today, so but I'll see if I can connect them to what we're talking about. So, yeah, let's just ooh, jump in. Let's jump in. It's, very good. Very, very good. Okay, let's see how long this one is. Jeepers. Hopefully it's, it's not that long. One. This one okay, yay. Okay, good. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll put energy into it. Okay, here we go. Oh, and we're reading um, the uh, New Standard Version of the Bible. If you want to yeah. read along, why wouldn't you? Leviticus 10, Nadab and Abihu. Now Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, oops, each took his censer, put fire in it, and laid incense on it. And they offered unholy fire before the Lord, such as he had not commanded them. And the fire came out of the presence of the Lord and consumed them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, this is what the Lord meant when he said, Through those who are near me, I will show myself holy, and before all the people, I will be glorified. And Aaron was silent. Moses summoned Mishael and Esphah, sons of Uzel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come forward and carry your kinsmen away from the front of the sanctuary to place outside the camp. They came forward and carried them by their tunics out of the camp as Moses had ordered. And Moses said to Aaron and to his sons Eleazar and Ithamar, Itamar, do not dishevel your hair and do not tear your vestments or you will die and wrath will strike all the congregation. But your kindred, the whole house of Israel may mourn the burning that the Lord has sent. 
You shall not go outside the entrance of the tent of meeting or you will die. For the anointing oil of the Lord is on you. And they did as Moses had ordered. And the Lord spoke to Aaron, drink no wine or strong drink, neither you nor your sons when you enter the tent of meeting that you may not die. It is a statue forever through your generations. You are to distinguish between the holy and the common and between the un and between the unclean and the clean. You are to teach the people of Israel all the statutes that the Lord has spoken to them through Moses. Moses spoke through Moses spoke to Aaron and to his remaining sons, Eleazar and Ithamar. Take the grain offering that is left from the Lord's offering by the fire and eat it and eat it unleavened beside the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it in holy place, because it is your due and your sons' due, from the offerings by fire to the Lord, for for so I am commanded. But the breast that is elevated and the high thigh that is raised, you and your sons and daughters as well may eat in any clean place, for they have been assigned to you and to your children from the sacrifices of the offerings of well-being of the people of Israel. The thigh that is raised and the breast that is elevated, they shall bring together with the offerings by fire of the fat to raise for an elevation offering before the Lord. They are to be your due and that of your children forever, as the Lord has commanded. Then Moses made inquiry about the goat of the sin offering, and it had already been burned. He was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, Aaron's remaining sons, and said, Why did you not eat the sin offering in the sacred area? For it is most holy, and God has given it to you, that you may remove the guilt of all the congregation to make atonement on their behalf before the Lord. Its blood was not brought into the inner part of the sanctuary. You certainly have eaten it in the sanctuary as I commanded. <clears throat> you certainly, sh you should certainly have eaten it in the sanctuary as I commanded. And Aaron spoke to Moses, see, Today they offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and yet such things as this have befallen me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would it have been agreeable to the Lord? Then, and when Moses heard it, <clears throat> and when Moses heard that, he agreed. Thanks be to God. This is a weird story. Yeah, that was very weird. God is very like I was before we um, got on the call. <laughs> very temperamental and very bureaucratic. Because before we got on the call today, I was like filling out some paperwork and I was just thinking of how tedious it is. And um, I don't know, just these little quirky rules about where you can be when you eat stuff. It feels very dom. I've said it before. It's very dom sub. It's very controlling. Very uh, narcissistic, abusive behavior. Yeah, said those words before, um, but that's still brain true. I uh, strongly agree. Like that's a. Do you think they were just drunk and caught on fire, or do you think the Lord really killed them? <laughs> um, you know, I, for doing sacrifices wrong. I don't. I don't. I don't think any of this is really real. So I'm gonna say, for the sake of the story, they, he probably did kill them, but. Did it happen in reality? Probably not. Okay. 
I don't know if I was thinking of this as something that like actually happened and Moses explaining why it happened, because I, I do feel like Moses is making a lot of stuff up. That's just my personal opinion. This doesn't seem like if Moses was a real person and the stuff he's talking about to me, he wouldn't be someone I would personally listen to. Okay. Um, so here's my first relation point because, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I was just watching Don't Look Up. I got like 20 minutes left in this movie. But okay. you know what? I don't I, I don't I don't think people inherently believe people at all. Like because even it's so funny cuz Don't Look Up came out and when I first saw the trailer like you know what like a year ago, I was like, "Oh, this movie is obviously be made during COVID." And I was like, oh, it's funny because it seems like it has like those parallels between like what's happening in the movie and what's happening in real life. And yeah. for sure enough, it definitely draws on those. I mean, it's a, you know, a science fiction movie, if you will. But <laughs> even in the movie, like they try to tell, you know, the government like this shit's going to happen. A comet's going to come and destroy Earth and they didn't want to believe them these are fucking scientists and they try to discredit them and say shit like oh well were you you know you're a scientist at michigan fine well we're gonna get our people on it and their people were like not like nasa people and uh you know ivy league scientists but then it came back like oh well their numbers are right so then it became this whole thing like okay well i guess the michigan people were right so then i guess we have to uh we'll we'll do something about it but let's figure out how to spin this. So we look good still. And there's just like becomes this whole thing of just like, it's not about this. the public good. It's just about keeping. Yeah. It's not about the public. Good. Yeah. So to relate this to like what we're talking about now, I just feel like, you know what? I don't, I don't necessarily believe this, but then I don't think people believe anything that other people say unless like, <laughs> I guess, thousands of other people start to follow it and then it's like okay well maybe we should look into this i don't know i just i just think people don't inherently believe and i don't believe this and then there are people who believe this stuff so i was about to say to i say feel like right? a lot of people really believe this stuff or profess to and so right so in the in the in in that context though then i we are the quote-unquote scientist of this story because um and I'll say that for lack of better terms, I would say I'm not a scientist, but it's just like, I mean, everybody I'm a scientist. Wants, I'm just not like a good professional one. Everybody wants to keep believing stuff that we don't have backing for. Like it's you know, comforting. So, like so, people choose the narrative that helps them to first and foremost, people choose the narrative that makes them a hero. Well, no, I know. And that's why I think the movie is so good. Cause it, it, touches on themes like that it touches on like oh well the government started to you know want to get behind it when it was something that they could use to make the president look good like a hero or whatever and then it's just i don't know i would i would obviously you know suggest everyone watch that movie but um it's just funny how it relates to just like everything in people's thought processes personally because even with this everybody that's always believes. a good that's a sign of good art when it makes you you know it's reflecting humanity yeah. that's how we are we're terrible we're terrible and we don't um i don't know i don't know we are so easily fooled too a little apparently. bit 
And black people, at least American black, I mean, a lot of, I don't want to say black people like that. How should I put this? Happy Black, black History people. Month. Um, we're, we're so conditioned to believe anything white people tell us. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Because I have plenty, of, I know plenty of people who are not getting COVID vaccines because, so no, we're not. No, we're not. They won't do that. First off, there's a lot of white, they're probably hearing from white people not to, because there's a large contingency of white people who are not. Did you see them police who are threatening to quit because they're being required to get the vaccine? And they're like, if there's a, vac- if there's a vaccine mandate, there's like 150 policemen. I don't want to say the wrong state, but it's a state. I'm, I'm going to say maybe Minnesota, not Minnesota, uh, and uh, Wisconsin. I don't know. It's somewhere like there's a ton of, I know because like my uh, I have members of my family who aren't getting vaccinated and it's because they're hearing it from their church and we get this church shit from white people. Okay, sure. But the people I'm talking about, they don't really follow that. They just are conspiracy theorists and they don't trust shit that the government will do. I mean, there's that, too, but I'm just talking about the large contingency of like black Christians right now. A lot of them are yeah, there's it's just part of the program when they're just reaching well, for whiteness. Well, that maybe that's your experience because you're a little bit older than me. But Ooh, like everybody I know, not a burn. Everybody I know who like I've talked to, like in my age bracket, it has nothing to do with religion. It's all because they don't trust the government. Yeah, but you're also in like more educated circles, too. Like it's mm. there's just people are less likely to be religious, but to me it's so, a, okay. So then there's always something, regardless if it's religion or whatever or government or whatever. Like people do not believe shit when you try to like. Tell yeah, they don't want to believe science. Basically, have supportive yeah, it's evidence. just words coming out of an ugly. Science. Well, that was and that was a thing in the movie because even when they took them on TV, and they were like, "Hey, they took them to a news station, which is supposed to be I don't know, like a." fucking cnn parody or satire or whatever but it was just like keep it light you know people don't want to hear that the world is ending so you gotta like try to make it fun and like and they were like what the fuck why would we do that like there's nothing fun about this man honestly if they couldn't do anything about it i wouldn't even tell people people are too panicky for all that well that was another thing that they tried to spin with the government but no i think you should do that. We have a, you have a right to know. Unless the people have a way, if there's something, because I know it's supposed to be sort of like a metaphor for climate change or whatever, but there's something we can do about climate change. If there was like a comet coming towards but us, there like, was something, what could we do? You can do something about that. What? Well, in the movie, um, I mean, they were going to do, they they were basically going to Armageddon it. Okay. Have you ever seen Armageddon? Yeah. Like send up, some, you know, send up a spaceship to. Blow it up and make to, it smaller. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. But I mean, I believe that to be a real tactic if that was ever to actually happen. I believe that, you know, NASA and scientists would do that. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, we don't be believing scientists about the COVID stuff and be like, man, this is just. Oh, yeah, they go through that in the movie. Like, no, like even when it comes out, they um, it doesn't. Like people are still like, this is bull. Like the Republicans are like, don't believe them. And yeah. da, 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 da. Like, like they're just a, trying to. And that's the other thing too, where religion gets us messed up with the climate change stuff. Then we got to finish reading this book. But um, the fact that there's not a lot of motivation to solve climate change, because I think Jesus is coming before the world, you know, ends. 
So there's no, I mean, seriously, I've heard people say this to me. It's like, well, there's no, no, because it's not going to be, you know, Jesus is going to come and there's going to be Armageddon and the good people are going to go to heaven and then there's going to be the tribulation. And, you know, I just, it goes back to what you said. People just want to feel comforted by what's yeah. going on and being said around them. I know this for a fact because I think I brought this up before, if not to you personally, then maybe on the show, but like I'll tell people like when they be like, well, do you believe in God? And I'll be like, well, I believe in like a higher power, but I don't believe in um like Some you know, Christianity and stuff like <laughs> that. And then they'll be like, well, like it's safe for them instead of just acknowledging that they don't want to cut me off. It's, it's safer for them to be like, well, that's fine because, you know, the Bible says as long as you believe in something, there's still hope for you. And it's like, no, fucker, I don't <laughs> believe in the Bible shit like I also am just comfortable saying I also don't know. So I can't gave it to us. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, that was go see. Don't look up if you're interested in that type of stuff. Um, moving on to Leviticus, Leviticus 11. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying to them, speak to the people of Israel saying from among all the land animals. These are the creatures that you may eat. Any animal that has divided hooves and is cleft footed and chews the cud such you may eat. But among those that chew the cud or have divided hooves, you shall not eat the following. The camel, for even though it chews the cud, it does not have divided hooves. It is unclean for you. The rock badger, for even though it chews the cud, it does not have divided hooves. It is unclean for you. The hare, for even though it chews the cud, it does not have divided hood. It is unclean for you. The pig, even though it has divided hooves and is cleft-footed, it does not chew the cud. It is unclean for you. Of their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall not touch. They are unclean for you. Man, I am going to hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never ate camel, but, you know, obviously pig, and I think I had some rabbit before. Oh, yeah, rabbit's pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, these you may not eat. These you may not eat. Of all that are in the waters, everything in the waters that has fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the streams, such you may eat. But anything in the seas or the streams that does not have fins and scales of the swarming creatures in the waters and among all the other living creatures they, that are in the waters, they are destitute. They are detestable to you and detestable. They shall remain of the of their flesh. You shall not eat and their carcasses. You shall regard as detestable. Everything in the waters that does not have fins and scales is detestable to you. These you shall regard as detestable among the birds. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the osprey, osprey. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what that is. The buzzard, the uh, the kite of any kind, every raven of any kind, the ostrich, the nighthawk, the seagull, the hawk of any kind, the little owl, the common rat, the cormorant, cormorant, yeah. cormorant, jamorant. <laughs> He's a good basketball player. <laughs> um, the great owl, the water hen, the desert owl the carrion vulture the stork the heron of any kind the hoppo and the bat hopo i don't know what that word is but anyway um all winged insects that walk upon all fours are detestable to you but among the winged insects that walk on all fours you may eat those that have jointed legs above their feet which with which to leap on the ground of them you may eat the locust according to its kind, the bald locust according to its kind, the cricket according to its kind, and the grasshopper according to its kind. 
but all other winged insects that have four feet are detestable to you. Man, it's a lot of instructions, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a like, long one. It's, these last few books have just been like a fucking manual. Yeah, maybe that's it. why they maybe that's why they say don't read the uh we don't do go by the old testament anymore because they don't want to read this shit. I church. know, but this is where all the gay anti gay stuff is. So you either want it or you don't. Mm, coming back. To I mean, that. I don't. Uh, that's my whole thing. I don't want it. I don't want that either. No, that wasn't where my hesitation was coming from. Unclean animals. By these you shall become unclean. Whoever touches the carcass of any of them shall be unclean until the evening. And whoever carries any part of the carcass of any of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean unclean until the evening. Every animal that has divided hooves but is not cleft-footed or does not chew the cud is unclean for you. Everyone who touches one of them shall be unclean. All that walk on their paws among the animals that walk on our fours are unclean for you whoever touches the carcass of any of them shall be unclean until the evening and the one who carries the carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening they are unclean for you these are unclean for you among the creatures that swarm upon the earth the weasel the mouse the great lizard according to its kind the gecko the land crocodile the lizard the sand lizard and the chameleon these are unclean for you for you among all that swarm whoever touches one of them when they are dead, shall be unclean until the evening. And anything upon which any of them falls when they are dead shall be unclean. Whether an article of wood or cloth or skin or sacking, any article that is used for any purpose, it shall be dipped into the water. And then it shall be unclean until the evening, and then it shall be clean. And if any of them falls into any earth vessel, and all that is in it shall be unclean, and you shall break the vessel. Any food that could be eaten shall be unclean if water from any such vessel comes upon it and any liquid that could be drunk shall be unclean if it was in any such vessel. Everything on which any part of the carcass falls shall be unclean, whether an oven or a stove it shall be broken in pieces that are unclean and shall remain unclean for you but a spring or a cistern holding water shall be clean while whatever touches the carcass and it shall be unclean if any part of their carcass falls upon any seed set aside for sowing it is clean but if water is put on the seed and any part of their carcass falls on it it is unclean for you uh, if any animal of which you may eat dies anyone who touches its carcass shall be unclean until the evening those who eat of its carcass shall wash their clothes and be unclean until the evening and those who carry the carcass shall wash their clothes and be unclean into the evening all creatures that swarm upon the earth are detestable they shall not be eaten whatever moves on its belly and whatever moves on all fours or whatever has many feet all the creatures that swarm upon the earth you shall not eat for they are detestable you shall not make yourselves detestable with any creatures that swarms you shall not defile yourselves with them and so become unclean for i am the lord your god sanctify yourselves therefore and be holy for i am holy you should not defile yourselves with any swarming creatures the moves that moves on the earth for i am the lord who brought you up from the land of egypt to be your god you shall be holy for i am holy this is the law pertaining to land animal and bird and every living creature that moves through the waters and every creature that swarms upon the earth to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean and between the living creature that may be eaten and the living creature that may not be eaten 
Well, it's funny you brought up like COVID because it sounds like this is like maybe an early form of trying to maybe manage germ theory. Keeping in mind, again, this is always why this is so dumb to me. If this is God of the universe that made everything, why not just explain, hey, I made these microorganisms that sometimes live within the other animals that you eat. And if you don't cook them properly, you can have you can die or have digestive issues. What you guys need is soap and give them the instructions for how to make soap and indoor plumbing, which makes food preparation so much safer. Because it sounds like a lot of these foods are just like we eat a lot of these foods now. And the way it was explained to me when I was going to church as to why we eat pork now, even though they're very explicit about don't, the Bible's like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's because I want to say Peter had a dream where Jesus appeared to him with like a whole bunch of unclean animals and told him to eat. And Peter was like, no, these are unclean. And he's like, ah, do not call unclean what I've made clean for blah, 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 blah. And then basically there's a vision he got that said, hey, Jesus knocked that part out. But I'm like, well, why can't we use that, extend that to all the other stuff? Like it's just for pork though and shrimp. What you said is like the smart answer of everything. Oh, sorry. Um, monos are like more surface level, but still along the same lines. Reading that chapter actually made me think of like how people are like I was told when I, you know, people eat with their eyes. And I was thinking like back in these times that when they saw stuff that may not may not have been appealing or may have done things that like, you know, disgusted them that made them not want to eat it. And so they were probably judge people who chose to eat those things. And so they just came up with these rules like, yeah, don't eat that. And so I don't know that that's something that went on in my mind. It's just like maybe the animals, they just do not find appealing. And so that's what I'm trying to say. Don't eat them. Oh, I, I, yeah, I was always taught. It was just like, sort of like an early like food safety thing. Because you're, but you have these people wandering around all the time, and you know everyone's always looking for food. There's no, there's no supermarkets. There were not any WalMarts or Targets. Yeah, I think about how stressful it would have been, like to really have to prepare all of your food like from scratch. Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, mean, everything like that would be exhausting. These were hard times. No wonder it's like. I mean, okay, I'll kill a goat, whatever you got to do, man, uh, to get God to stop the drought or whatever. Like, Also, if I'm going hungry, like, you can stick it because, like, if all I have access to is pigs or all the things that I'm not supposed to eat, that's what I'm going to eat. Of course, of course. But I think because you can get all sort of foodborne pathogens from improperly cooked pork, like back then it was just too much of a risk. And there's no refrigerators. There were no refrigerators. I'd rather have a refrigerator than the Bible. Leviticus 12. Purification of women after childbirth. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, she shall be ceremonially unclean for seven days. As at the time of her menstruation, she shall be unclean. On the eighth day, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. Her time of blood purification shall be 33 days. She shall not touch any holy thing or come into the sanctuary until the days of her purification are completed. 
if she bears a female child, she shall be unclean for two weeks. As in her menstruation, her time of blood purification shall be 66 days. When the days of her purification are completed, whether for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting a lamb in its first year for a burnt offering and a pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement on her behalf. Then she shall be clean from her flow of blood. This is the law for her who bears a child, male or female. If she cannot afford a sheep, one will be provided by the state. No, if she cannot afford a sheep, she will take two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement on her behalf and she shall be clean. Icky. It was only fitting for you to get that. You know, I and it was nice and short too. Thanks be to God. <laughs> yeah. Because well, it deals with women in childbirth. Yeah. And how unclean women are, you know, inherently. So uh, I'm also wondering, too, like, so women shouldn't be going to church after ha- they have a kid. Yeah, for at least 33 to 66 days. And you need more time because if it's a woman giving birth to another female, that's doubly unclean. So you need more yeah. time for purification because of... How just inherently unclean women are. Um, Next time on Bible Breakdown, we will be talking about uh, leprosy and its symptoms, apparently, Um, following with the purification of lepers and then ending with um, concerning (laughs) bodily discharges. Sounds interesting. Oh, my. Oh, the things that come out of people. We are capable of some shit. Oh, um, all right. Literally. Oh my God. And keep in mind in this time period, there's no like toilets or toilet paper. Like you're living in like an encampment, like yeah. in like, ugh, everything's just dirty and disgusting yeah, all the time. And once again, there's no plumbing. Like this isn't clean water. Like how are we cleaning? Like what do you want to go no. live by a lake with no either. running water? No, you'd be, it'd be, it'd be, ugh. I could just imagine the smells. Like there's no showers. They're slaughtering animals all the time. Like it's just like dust and blood yeah. and BO yeah. and shit. <laughs> all of that. <laughs> all right. That's fun to think about. So yeah, um, I guess we're still not believers yet. Um, the Bible has not had that effect on me yeah i really do appreciate you taking the time to do this and kind of having some compassion and kind of seeing like for women what it's like and reading this with me because i do feel like at least where we're from a lot of it is rooted this is how we keep it going and we're not advancing past misogyny because what we're holding up as the word of god from like is that you know women yeah i I just think that um we need to reevaluate a lot of things but we'll get into that a little bit later and uh bible breakdown uh podcast at gmail.com if you want to write in uh, australia you've been you know you've been very hot we're charting there so you know if you guys have anything to say please just write us we'd love to hear from you as well as everybody else yeah 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 at least
please get send us some five stars on the <laughs> Apple thing. All right. <laughs> That's easy. Yeah, you're doing us a solid. We appreciate you. Bye.